Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. I think a lot of us as moms and dads think we've got to do a lot of things for our kids, but in the end, that might actually be detrimental. It can hurt them and kind of hamper their ability to move forward in life. There are some things they just have to figure out for themselves. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. And Danny, ultimately, we can't take tests for our kids or do job interviews. I think there probably are parents that try to do both of those for their kids. Uh, That's not a good uh, plan for success. There's just no way possible for us to own their actions and choices. Um, We have to let go and kind of let them have that ownership, right? Yeah, a lot of our anxiety gets in the way sometimes as parents, right? We just want them to, to do well in life, yeah. and that's the intention good, behind good heart. that, right? <laughs> good heart, but not helpful. Uh, kids definitely need to uh, learn from their mistakes, their failures, and, and sometimes that's very uncomfortable for us as parents. And the more we can teach them to own their successes, their failures, and what it takes to live, the, the better it's going to be for them. I think early on, I can remember we have six kids. And so when the first couple were um, were younger, I would often instruct them not to do certain things. It wasn't safe to do this or that. By the time my sixth rolled around, honest, one time he was on top of the roof. Now, we don't have a super tall roof, but he was on top of the roof. He's like, I'm going to jump. It's like, have at it. I don't care. I mean, I might have to go to the emergency room, but that's fine. <laughs> I just decided he's got to own this. Now, I'm, I know I'm going to hear from people, this was a preteen, okay? It wasn't a two-year-old. <laughs> I would have jumped and caught the child yeah. if it was two. Yeah. But th- th- some people only learn by doing, right? Right. Yeah, and there's certain personalities that just really require that. You, you can't you can't yeah. tell a strong-willed kid not to do something. That's a sure invitation <laughs> to, to say, the yeah, watch me. <laughs> yeah, what? The good and the bad, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's go ahead and hear more from uh, Josh McDowell about this, this paradigm, if you will, this shift of being uh, responsible to our kids, but not for them. Here he is talking with Jim Daly and me. Uh, Josh, I do want to get into the content more of the book. And in there, you talk about being responsible as a parent to our kids rather than being responsible for our kids. That is huge. Oh, I think that's what made fathering so exciting for me. But for some, that's going to be Well, I mean, uh, most parents grow up thinking, I'm responsible for my children. I'm not. I'm responsible to my children. Give us the distinction. I will. And what they do with that is their responsibility, not mine. I'm responsible to love my children. Mm -hmm. I'm responsible to model Jesus Christ before my children. I'm responsible to educate my children. I'm responsible to build convictions, not just beliefs, into my children. And when I do all of this, then what my children do with that is not my response. You could go nuts as a parent. Well, many parents are going nuts, Josh. That's the, I know. That's the thing. And how do you move from the two to and the four? And maybe some of them ought to because they've the... never been responsible to their children to build these things into their children's lives. Well, and it's the great trap that a lot of, and I'd say, you know, I don't want to be specific, but a lot of moms are struggling in this area particularly, that we feel responsible for our kids, not to our kids. And how do you get out of that trap when it's oh, I would you know, say this. how they dress, how they look, how they are behaving? You said what to the teacher today? How could you embarrass us like that? We don't say those words to teachers. We don't say, say them to anybody. I'd say, Mom, Dad, sit down together. Dada and I did this years ago. What do we want to see built into our children? 
Biblically and just common sense, what should our children look like at 20 years old, at 16 years old? And so we made a list and everything. How big now, a list is that? Because if you're an engineer, well, for me, you probably it was come about up with 300. 14 things. Right. Good. Major things, about 14. Okay, now how do we do this? One thing with me, I owe it to my children on how to make a living. Not by the time they graduate from university, but the time they graduate from high school. How do we do that? Well, all my children, by about 8th, ninth grade, had a business. Yeah, boy, they good. made a lot of money. But <laughs> they had to pay their taxes. They could use the minimum wage to buy a car. So everything else was set aside for the university and all. Plus, it was common sense for me. I didn't have to pay so much. But how do you do your taxes, everything else? How do you make money? How, and they had to have a business where they hired somebody to work with them and all. Wow, that is good. Oh, it was marvelous. You're Dave Ramsey here. And by the, end of, <laughs> by the end of high school, my kids were ready to make a living. Now, I have four kids, 10 grandkids. And I said, Dottie, it's so wonderful t- to sit here and know our children can afford our grandkids. Wow. That's well but we said. built that into them back when they were four, five, six years old. Yeah. But that was just one. We're responsible to them on how to make a living. Now, whether they use it or not cannot be my responsibility. Right. That's I the two crazy. versus the four. That's right. Yeah. I really love what Josh was saying about having his kids running their own business by the time they're out of high school. That is really, really great. I wish... I had known about that about 20 years ago. We could have had a bunch of entrepreneurs. Uh, it is totally doable, though, in this day and age with the Internet and so many different resources. And it actually might take some financial pressure off mom and dad, Danny. <laughs> it could if they hit it big, right? Yeah. Yeah, it takes a lot of creativity, planning, other things that uh, are great adult skills to take on. And uh, it, it there's a low level of risk to a lot of businesses mm-hmm. now, the small businesses, it, yeah. whether it be a mowing business or selling some product on certain websites. Uh, there are a lot of opportunities for kids, and it does require time management because there are a lot of pressures on kids as well now for their time. And this is, this is for me, this was a big thing for shifting from uh, kind of owning how my one of my sons had a lawn mowing business for a while. I kind of owned the results, and then I had to let him own the results. I actually had one mom call me and say, I'm not going to have him do the lawn anymore. He's not very good at it. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be tough for you. But I mean, that, that. It, it sort of feels like it's that's reality. reflection right. on me, but it really wasn't. It was about mm-hmm. him. And that was a reality of life he had to manage. So that's actually a pretty good opportunity to learn from some failure, right? It is. My son has had a, a mowing business. He had uh, this summer, Kept getting more customers. And so he had nobody's to calling you saying he's a bad uh, <laughs> no, no, but, but then uh, there was one night where he hadn't planned right his time well. And he said, I still have these two lawns that I said I was going to mow, and it's getting dark. Oh, and yeah. I said, well, what, what do you think your plan is? What do you think <laughs> would be a good idea? <laughs> What's your plan? <laughs> and then I did say, how, how can I be helpful? I know you tried really hard to manage this, and it really caught up to you, and now you've learned this. How can I be helpful? Tell me what, what you need. How can, how can what we did he say? resolve this? He said, hey, Dad, can you come help me? Can you, can you do the trimming while I mow? And he, he was really taking ownership of it and appreciated the sensitivity of the fact okay, that he so, really did try to manage this. So time. that's not rescuing him? It is not because he did. I could see he tried. Okay. And he didn't uh, plan on two 
things happening in the middle of his mowing that made it longer than he expected. I really like the posture that you just expressed uh, there. How can I help you? Because kids aren't looking always for us to do something uh, for them, but just that offer of emotional support and that willingness for you to, to take the time to help them out that must have gone a long way toward building the relationship. And then it was very cold mowing that <laughs> evening. It was actually a cold front was coming. It was cold. Uh, it was this fall, and uh, did, it was going to snow soon. <laughs> was it an option for him to call and say, sorry? I guess not. With snow coming, he it couldn't was say, snow the next day. I'm not going to be able to make it. Yeah. That would have left somebody really disappointed. It, it would have. And uh, people appreciated and, and, and knew that we were mowing, <laughs> or he was mowing at night, and yeah. I was supporting him. And I think it was... A, it was a good moment for him to reflect and observe on what didn't go well. We reflected on that and moved on. Excellent. Well, Josh McDowell has some really great ideas on becoming responsible to instead of for your kids in his book, 10 Commitments for Dads. And I'm going to invite you to make a generous donation of any amount, either a monthly sustaining gift or a one-time contribution. And uh, make that gift to Focus on the Family, and we'll send a copy of Josh's book to you as our thank you for being a member of the support team. You'll find out how when you check the show notes. And uh, when you're there, you can also see other resources, including uh, a special site that we have set up for dads. In our parenting department, John, uh, we've, we've developed a, a site, focusonthefamily.com slash dads. And uh, great content that we'll continue to add to and uh, plenty of video content for dads to be successful in being a dad. Excellent. Well, again, all the details in the show notes. And uh, next time, we're going to invite you to listen in as Dr. Meg Meeker shares about giving your kids an axe. Uh, for now, I'm John Fuller. We'll leave it there. On behalf of Danny Huerta and the team, thanks so much for joining us for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. <music>